what if your bra actually played a role in harming your health in some serious way? That is precisely the thesis of Dr. Sidney Ross Singer, medical anthropologist, lecturer, and author of several books, including the book Dressed to Kill, which now has a new edition out exploring a very unique theory. Dr. Singer, thanks so much for joining me on the radio. It's great to be with you, Frank. Dr. Singer, you're very accomplished in many different areas but uh, you are described as a medical anthropologist. What exactly is medical anthropology, if people aren't familiar with that particular field? Well, what I do is I apply um, medical and biochemical uh, and anthropological principles to try to understand what we're doing that's making ourselves sick. Because our culture does that to us all the time. Most of our problems are caused by our lifestyle and the things our culture makes us do that's antithetical to our natural way, uh, our, our health and the way nature really intended us to act. So the result is we do certain things that um, make us sick. And I try to identify those and um, have people try lifestyle changes to see if eliminating those lifestyles can make them feel better. And, um, and then I share that information in books and I encourage further research. Uh, you are, though, you're you're a medical doctor, right, from uh, an accredited medical school. It's not as if you got your uh, your Ph.D. or your M.D. from uh, a Cracker Jack box or something. That, that's good. I've been in, I've graduated Duke University and University of Texas Medical Branch is where I studied medicine. And um, yeah, so I'm actually a pioneer in this field. Most medical anthropologists go to cultures and try to see uh, what they're folk medicine might do or how to best integrate Western medicine into their culture. I try to look at our culture, which is very difficult because you're dealing with culture causes are, are often, you know, they're based in businesses and businesses have interest in keeping those things going, even if they're hurting people. And we all know of many examples of that. Um, and we're used to thinking about it in normal ways, cigarettes, alcohol. We all know that those are, they cause disease. And yet our culture is very much into those. The government even makes money on them. So uh, we sort of accept that certain things we do make us sick. And bras and other tight clothing is one of the one of the problems that we have. And because it's a big industry, uh, just like tobacco and and uh, and alcohol, you have a lot of resistance to this. And even the medical industry is resisting it, despite the fact that since we did our study, which was the world's first study directly looking at bras and breast cancer back in the 1990s. Um, there's now been dozens of studies around the world confirming that bras, wearing tight bras for long hours daily increases breast cancer risk. All right. And, so, uh, but the issue is still, um, it's very inconvenient to this culture, which has ignored bras. So researchers that have done breast cancer research, ignoring bras, it's like ignoring cigarettes when you do lung cancer research, which is what happened in the 1930s and 40s. There, you know, doctors were smoking. Everybody smoked. Everyone thought it was healthy. So the first people that came up with that information were, it was resisted. They had to be over, there were, I think, 7,000 studies had to be done before they accepted that cigarettes cause cancer. That's how much resistance there is from culture and industry and so forth. And so, yeah, that's what I do. It's, it's a very difficult job. I've been doing it for 30 years with the brown breast cancer issue. And I'm happy to say we've made a lot of progress. New studies are coming out around the world. And um, 
And it's something that women can try for themselves and see how much their breasts have been harmed by bras because they cause more than breast cancer. So you mentioned you've been doing this for 30 years. How did this aspect of your work begin? How did you find that not only are you going to focus on women's breasts, but that you're going to focus particularly on the uh, the correlation between health risks and and brassiers? How did that begin? Well, it was actually just uh, it was by accident. Um, I left medical school uh, after my basic science training because I was very uh, disgusted with the medical system and how it does business. And uh, instead of healthcare. And um, I integrated my anthropology with my medical training to try to understand these things. And my wife and I were in Fiji studying something completely different. And as we were exploring this applied medical anthropology, which is what I practice, and uh, my wife happened to be pregnant at the time, and she discovered a lump in her breast. And a week earlier, we were on this remote island uh, where no one really knew, saw bras. It was like in, in this remote Fijian island. And um, a, my wife was hanging out her bra on the line, and a girl came over and looked at it and felt it. And she said, what is this? And, and my wife had to explain what a bra is. And she said, why do you wear it? And she says, well, it's just what my culture does. What, what will we do? And, and then she says, isn't it tight? And my wife thought about it for a minute and she said, yeah, I suppose it is, but you get used to it. And then we went back to the States once a week later, discovering this lump in her breast and we freaked out. And um, she was a healthy woman, you know, a great diet, good food. We lived in clean places, a vegetarian diet, all that kind of stuff that you think would be healthy. Um, and when we flew back from Fiji to our home at that time, it was in California, um, she uh took off her bra to take a shower. You know, we were standing in the bathroom and getting after this long flight from Fiji and she took, takes her bra off and I'm looking at her looking for clues, you know, like what could she be doing that could cause this? And there were these typical red marks around her breasts that bras leave, you know, they leave these indentations cause they're tight. Mm. And I got, I knew about him, you know, I've seen him before she, but suddenly it was a clue. This is tight. That's constriction. Well, what could that do? Well, if you constrict your body, the first thing that gets pressed is the lymphatic system, which most people don't even know about, including the medical world, which is still discovering things about it. The lymphatic system is the circulatory pathway of your immune system. It's little vessels that drain fluid from the tissues to the lymph nodes that fight, for can that fight cancer cells and whatever. In the lymph nodes, they'll detect fluid and, and any debris that, that indicates that an immune response is necessary, including cancer cells. So you need to have no constriction of, the, of any part of your body if you want to have proper circulation of your lymphatic system. And when the lymphatics back up, you get fluid, you get lymphedema, and people know that from standing all day, your, your ankles can get, uh, can get puffy. Uh, that puffiness is fluid congesting the tissue, lymphedema. And if you're wearing anything tight, like tight socks, it's even worse. Tight belts. Uh, well, anything that's tight that compresses the body is going to shut down on the lymphatics. It'll shut down on some blood supply too, but that has the power of the heart behind it and you have blood pressure. But the lymphatics are a passive drainage system with like very low pressure. Very easy to cut those off by compression. So women are wearing bras to change their breast shape and the bra is applying constant pressure to the breast tissue. And the breasts have to drain fluid, uh, including all the toxins we take in in our environment, pollutants that in our air, food, and water that can cause cancer, including any time you cut off any part of the body, it builds up toxins and waste products and carcinogens too, with free radicals. 
So the bottom line is, if you don't circulate, you deteriorate. And when you cut off the breasts with bras, especially the tighter it is and the longer you wear them, the worse it gets. And what we found is from our research, which we did on nearly 5,000 women throughout the U.S., when we, when, you know, we were trying to look into this, found nobody looked at it. We figured if this is true, there should be research all over the place. And it wasn't. It was like this glaring uh, omission in the cancer world that they were ignoring bras. And that's a problem because they knee-jerk reacted to our results, which showed that from our study, bra-free women have about the same risk of breast cancer as men. And the longer and tighter they wear their bra, the higher the risk rises to over 100 times for 24-7 bra users. And believe it or not, there are a lot of women who wear them all the time. And um, they think it's going to protect their breasts from drooping or whatever, which, by the way, it causes the breast to droop. It causes breast cysts, breast pain, fibrocystic breast disease or benign breast disease is really tight bra syndrome. And when they get rid of the bra, all sorts of things change really quickly. The, as soon as the constriction is gone and the compression on the breast, then there's the fluid can flow, the breasts feel better, the woman can breathe better. Uh, we're actually doing an ongoing bra-free study, international bra-free study, with participants from around the world. It's free, and we follow their progress when they get rid of their bras. And it's absolutely mind-blowing what, what bras can cause women. Everyone says they breathe easier without a bra, every woman. And... Some of them, they, it actually affects, and there were studies that have shown this, it affects menstrual cycles, it affects digestion. Wearing tight, anything tight, affects your sympathetic nervous system, and it causes all sorts of, even body temperature changes, melatonin, you know, which is a hormone, changes. There's a lot of things that happen from wearing tight clothing, and uh, especially bras. So um, that's what our information has been, and we've encouraged and have found now further research. Uh, but unfortunately, it's still being resisted because there's a huge bra industry, even though there are new products based on our research, by the way. Um, and uh, women have resisted it to some degree because they were freaking out about going to work without a bra. But now, you know, no one can complain because it's equality in the workplace. You, you can't be forced to wear a bra. So actually, bra free, women are suing to be bra free at work and they're winning. Uh, so the culture is shifting and bra free is now fashionable. And I'm very happy to see that. And I think that's a result initially of our work on this because we've spoken with a lot of bra industry people over the years uh, and they know what's going on. The medical industry knows what's going on, but they, they don't want to, they don't want to deal with this because it's going to invalidate every study they did that ignored bras while they're talking to women about their breast cancer. All right. If people are just tuning in, we're talking with Sydney Ross singer, medical anthropologist, lecturer and author of the book, Dressed to Kill, which uh, explores the link between bras and breast cancer. Keeping in mind what you said, Sidney, about the power of the uh, the garment industry and how certain special interests may not want this research to come out and affect bra sales, it, I would think that at least some other groups would be saying this, whether they be public health clinics or somebody mm. that has observed the same sort of thing that you've observed. Are there other groups saying what you're saying, that uh, wearing the bra leads to greater breast cancer risk? Uh, actually, there are not organizations saying that there are a lot of doctors. And, you know, and thermographers that see hot breasts when they take their bras off and other people that work with breasts and massage therapy, they all know about this. Everyone that does lymphedema work that knows about the lymphatics 
understands that tight clothing cuts off lymphatics and lymphatics are your immune system. So what's going to happen when you interfere with your immune system? So why, why aren't they doing it? That's because they're going to get sued by the broad, by, by the broad industry if there's a, not enough research behind it. So the American Cancer Society told me straight up, the director of communications, that he told me that there's a high bar for this. I mean, they don't want the problems. Some, some studies, sometimes they'll take one study, he told me, and say like night, night work increasing cancer risk. Apparently that's based on one study initially when they, they, they agreed to it. And they, the American, you know, yeah, it caused cancer. They didn't require a thousand studies. But when you're dealing with an industry that when you say its product causes cancer, they're up in arms. They want to sue. And you're going to, and if what they do is they fund alternative, a, a study that says it doesn't cause cancer, which actually happened in, in the, the Fred Hutchinson Center in 2014 was given money by the National Cancer Institute, which from the beginning said that this is, this is nonsense. It should be ignored. The American Cancer Society said the same thing, a knee-jerk reaction. This is ridiculous because they, it didn't come from them, and then they didn't look at it. How are they going to admit that they didn't look at a leading, the, the major thing that women do to their bodies, to their breasts? And, uh, you know, they've ignored this. So they went right, oh, this can't be true. And now 30 years later, they're still saying that, and they're still saying there's no evidence. And because they, they don't want lawsuits, and they don't, they're getting funding from women who don't want to, they think that women shouldn't be blamed for this, like telling them it's your bra is blaming the victim. And, is, and they sell mastectomy bras. American Cancer Society sells mastectomy bras. No, I, so I, how I, are they going to admit this issue? So, Sydney, is there any peer-reviewed study that supports yes. your conclusion? Oh, yes. There are many. There's over, there's over a dozen. Actually, there was actually a study of studies, you know, that found uh, they were looking at over 30 studies that were looking at this. It's mostly happening in Southeast Asia, China, Japan, um, Singapore. They have a, a real concern about ergonomic clothing. And they have fashion institutes that study this. They're trying to come up with safer clothing. And they've under, they understand this. The bra makers know they shouldn't interfere with lymphatics. Ironically, when Dress to Kill first came out in 1995, the Wonder Bra just came out, the push-up bra, you know? So you're having, which is terrible um, for the breasts. And, you know, so you have the, the culture is the other factor. Who's going to tell women when you, you know, women don't want to feel insecure. They're already made insecure to wear bras. Then you tell them you can't wear them anymore. And they're like, what? I don't believe this. What can I wear? Half the women I've ever told this to, some of them get rid of their bras right away and they thank me for it. And that's how we discovered all the other great things that getting rid of your bra does because it's causing so much harm. Wearing something tight like that chronically every day from puberty until you die, it, it causes problems. That's why women start getting problems in their 30s, 40s. They've been already wearing a bra for 20 years. And it's a chronic, low-level, mild constriction, although it could be more than mild. Uh, if it was really intense, then you'd feel it, you'd be in pain. But this is like a mild, chronic constriction of a soft tissue. So the breasts are getting like slightly they're swollen with fluid, by the way, that's why women have menstrual. This is what one of the things we discover when they stop wearing bras. They they don't feel uh, the breast tenderness as severely as they did or at all uh, when they were wearing bras. That's because their breasts swell throughout the month. Breasts change shape, size um, when their estrogen peaks during their period, menstrual period. So 
uh, if they're wearing the same bra all month, it's even tighter at that time. And that's when their cysts and pain is really terrible. And then they're, they, they don't realize when they get rid of their bra, they suddenly, I didn't even know my period was coming. They would tell me that their breasts normally would give them an advance notice, like because they're sensitive and they weren't. And that's because they weren't wearing a bra. So when will these organizations, do, no one's going to contradict the American cancer. Unfortunately, they have hegemony over cancer. Mm. They control the government narrative. They control the National Cancer Institute. And they are embarrassed because they did not mention it. And by the way, they knew bras caused cancer back in the 1930s. Well, Sydney, I'm almost out of time. John Mayo. I'm almost out of time. I want to encourage people to check okay. out the website, brasandbreastcancer.org, uh, where they can learn more about this. Let me just end with this, because I think you've uh, peaked a whole new level of concern among a lot of the people listening, both men and women, is it all Good. bras that are bad or is it just underwire bras? And if you are a larger breasted wo- woman that uh, wants some support to prevent things like back pain, for instance, what do you what do you do? All right. The bras cause the back pain. The bras are not necessary for any woman. The human body was not designed with a flaw that requires 20th century lingerie. Just they sold bras that way, like they sold corsets as necessary and girdles as necessary. None of those constrictive garments are in, are anything more than fashion fads and fetish garments. And it, the the tire anything that leaves a mark, not just underwire bras. The industry tried blaming underwire bras because they suspected those. But if you redress the kill, you'll see we didn't differentiate underwire from any other bra. It's just how tight. And how long do you wear it? And if it leaves marks in your skin, when you take it off, it was too tight. So you want to wear a bra. If you wear one at all, you don't need to. And if you get rid of it for a month, it'll change your life. I guarantee you. Going to have to end it there. Uh, Sydney, uh, really a fascinating conversation. If people are interested in checking out the book, it is Dressed to Kill. It's available on Amazon and most other places. Books are available. Sydney Ross Singer, thanks very much. Let's continue the conversation soon. All right. Thank you, Frank.